Hello and, and welcome, welcome to BBT, Behind Basic Thoughts. Behind every basic thought, there is always more. Join us on our bubble tea breaks as we share some stories, tips and tricks on being young professionals in the modern workplace. I'm Angela. And I'm Cindy. You know, I was driving the other day and I noticed how much petrol prices have gone up and it's almost $3 now. Oh my God, yeah, don't remind me. I know, it was like, it felt painful when it reached two, but now it's approaching three and inflation has been crazy recently at like almost 6%, I think, yeah. like 5.9 in the December In the last quarter, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, with all of this happening, it seems almost impossible to, to save, save money. <laughs> you know, like we hardly have enough to spend, let alone save. But I think what, you know, would be helpful, I guess, if we share some tips, even between the two of us, on how we manage to, you know, save money or the little things that we do that kind of add up. Yeah, definitely. I think it's also about the fact that um, I think it's important to be able to save and enjoy still your day-to-day life. Mm. Like, we're not really talking about, oh, you need to not go out to eat um, or, like, not buy anything at all, you know, go to op shop shopping all the time. That's not really how we save. Yeah, Yeah. because I think... um, so often you see okay to save you just gotta like not go out you know you know drink your own wine at home and stuff like that like, but bring I feel your like, own lunch every day yeah sort of thing i mean it helps but it, yeah, yeah but i know that i'm not like a i i, I do enjoy going out and yeah. i don't want to compromise that just just to save yeah much. yeah so i think one of the first things is actually um i think for me like and a lot of people seems to scared um to be scared of is actually using leverage right mm-hmm. like the idea of debt yeah so um a lot of us are like oh when we were in university oh my god we have to take out a student loan yeah like it's it's we when we graduate we have this massive debt on our shoulders already before yeah. we even started work but i think um it's important to be comfortable with the idea of using debt properly yeah and i think um a misconception is that debt is bad because you owe someone something Mm. but if you can manage that debt and by that i mean you know owe someone something but you know you can pay them back then there's nothing wrong with using leverage and the most common one is like credit card yeah so with credit cards i think um some people are like oh i don't really want to have a credit card because it's going to charge me interest 20 percent. yeah when um if i just make minimum payments right or if i forget to make a payment as an example i'll just keep with a debit card so the difference is right the debit card you're using money that's already in your account. Yeah. Whereas with the credit card, you you pretty much you have a credit limit and you only need to pay it back the next month. Exactly. So it, it gives you up to generally around 50 days, 55 days, depending on when you you know spent, spent that money, like interest-free, which means that you have an extra month and a bit to, you know, pay it back. Yeah, so it's like you're using... You're, like you're using money Someone that else's you don't money. Ha- yeah exactly yeah. and and it's not that you can't pay it back you just need to you know make sure that you know how much you spent there yeah because i think um a common trap is people think oh my gosh if i don't make the payment then i'm gonna get 20 percent interest but then it's like you only spend how you normally would mm. just on a different card yeah. and then you pay it back as you would if you had just taken the money out of your account straight away yeah agreed and but definitely though do put like reminders or something on your um on your phone or something to make sure that you do meet your credit card payments and or you just set up an auto payment from one of your actual transactional accounts Mm -hmm. to make sure that you you pay it back before the interest kicks in because a lot of people i think don't realize is that um you can actually earn money by using a credit card so if you pay all your things back on time every month you literally get no charges the only charge that you get is an account fee which varies depending on the card but if you get a rewards card for like a common one is for every you know 
dollar you spend you get one percent back etc and yeah, if you cash put back. Yeah, yeah cash back and if you put or air points yeah. and then if you put like company expenses on your credit card and then obviously your company reimburses you then all of that spending is also accumulating and you actually get rewards from it yeah you do and i think that's a good way to a help you to have a bit more money to you know to spend mm. and manage it better in terms of cash flow mm-hmm. but also you know you actually get money back yeah and you're forced to look at how much you spend a month because yeah. you get a statement every month when i spend when i used to spend my own money like from my debit card i would kind of like lose track of how much i spent a month just because it goes straight out of my account that's yeah. it yeah. whereas a credit card they're always like okay your monthly statement is available yeah. and you're like ah i spent this much this month yeah and yeah. i think just as long as you make sure that the limit the credit card limit is something that you can handle right mm. so i'd never go ex- like exceeding my pay you know too much yeah just to make sure that even if i just spend it i can repay it the mm-hmm. next month and also having a higher limit doesn't mean that oh my god you're going to spend it all mm. it just means you know ha- having a higher limit does help in the sense that if you do need to pay for something like flights flights when yeah. we can travel again exactly like those things you know at least your credit card can handle it because if you have like the minimum one which is like 500 yeah you can't really put much on it no yeah. no that's right and so like deferred payments also include like we touched on student loans right mm-hmm. like if you're staying in new zealand um you can you can like you can get student loan at, at, at interest free right yeah so i think you know, again, it's something that, yeah, you have a debt, you know, to repay, mm-hmm. but you actually have the money up front, right? Like from a financial term, it's time, time, time value of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also in terms of buying houses as well, I think using a mortgage, um, that's also like, rather than, you know, if you, why would you, you know, pay something 100% up front when mm-hmm. you can pay it a little bit later, right? Yeah. So and I have, mean, yeah, on your point about student loans, it can seem daunting. You've got, you know, 20, 30, 40K hanging above your head, but it's not, interest like there's no interest on Mm. it very generous of the new zealand government interest free and so there's no there's no need to make more than the minimum payment required that comes out of your salary especially if you're staying in new zealand yeah Yeah. agreed and i think um other than leveraging and debt i think um vouchers is actually a very important yeah help on savings they they are so helpful like grab one book me for more expensive activities like i did this app selling thing and it was original price at 400 mm. and book me always has these deals where uncertain time slots are just cheaper like sometimes by 30 50 percent and then for meals you've got first table yeah and so first table is when you you go a bit earlier or a little bit later right mm-hmm. like on the time slots that some of the um, some of the restaurants might need filling up for yeah. and so you you get the same service same you know food and you sometimes the food is at like 50 percent yeah it's 50 percent right? yeah which is quite amazing yeah and yeah. there's also new apps like food um food print and stuff for cafes mm-hmm. so again it's like cafes near you that they might have um pastries at a cheaper price yeah um or like you know yeah things food that you can actually get um for like you know 50 or even more than that uh, 50 percent off 60 percent off the yeah normal price and like apps like e-vouch and stuff yeah and e-vouch, so yeah. it's almost like um you're not skimping on the experience but you are saving money because you're paying less for it mm, and then on on a related note i guess a lot of workplaces nowadays are more invested in making sure the employees have you know further education that they want to do for example if you've got your ca like your chartered accountant or your cfa or like any other sort of further educational diploma a lot of workplaces do sponsor you so maybe check you know with your workplace yeah to make sure that you know you can like um you you can not upfront pay as much as well right and that helps with with save saving some money Mm -hmm. and i think um for my own tip is that i think having an account that you can't 
touch Mm -hmm. is actually very helpful so when I say you can't touch it's not that oh someone else has to manage it for you it's more that um, there are savings accounts say for example with ASB or Westpac where um, if you put money in um, and you don't withdraw say for the whole quarter Mm -hmm. you actually get a higher interest rate and that that means you you earn more interest right on the money Mm -hmm. and so um, I think like it's important to be consistent with a portion of money you have each month um, from your paycheck for example Mm -hmm. set aside for example like 30% of your pay this month and all of that actually gets transferred out into the savings account and that you can't touch it and so you know that that portion of money um, I'm encouraged to keep it there because I get higher interest right exactly and for um, those of us who you know maybe don't have enough money to invest or just aren't comfortable idea at least put your money into term deposits these mm. have like a higher interest rate than your normal savings account yeah. and it's relatively more lower risk because it's held at the bank yeah especially now that interest rates are going back up yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. you know that's something to consider rather than just put all your money into a savings account if you know you're not going to use it for a portion of time and you're not comfortable with the idea of investing um, might as well put it into a term deposit yeah definitely and um, I think like one of the things that people do think is that oh I need to budget really tight right mm-hmm. down to the T yeah and make sure that oh I know exactly what I'm spending this yeah, month track or, your spending yeah like yeah. on an itemized level as well right yeah. tracking but I think um for for Cindy and I I think we ha- actually don't do that eh? that's not yeah something that's that, something we found out we both don't do and yeah. I thought you know it's not common I think it's definitely the most common budgeting ad or like savings advice you do here is you know make a budget, stick your budget yeah. and track your spending. And I get it. That's completely all good. But I feel like for me, that's just not how I work because I don't like to set limits on as in food is this much, you know, mm-hmm. clothes is this much because everyone's spending varies. From and sometimes, yeah. So sometimes like if you had an event to go to, as an yeah. example, you needed a dress right yeah. in this month and it doesn't happen again in the next month. Yeah. And so I think, that idea stresses me out more exactly. than it helps me. Because it stresses me that, oh my gosh, I need to stick to this limit. I need to track everything. And then you feel guilty. Oh my gosh, I spent this much. Yeah. But I think it's it's definitely important to have a general idea yes. of how much I can spend this month mm-hmm. and how much I'm, you know, like... In, like on a total basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than, oh, this item. And I think um, potentially like for whatever you can't spend or don't want to spend, mm-hmm. just make sure it transferred out rather like sits in a different account like we said before. Yeah. And I think maybe... If you are, you know, key on budgets, maybe you could do like for the big items like rent, mm. you have, you know, you know how much rent it's going to be. And maybe you have a limit on your total discretionary spending and that covers like food, entertainment, everything, as opposed to going food is this much, entertainment is this much. Like, I don't know, for me, it just stresses me out when it becomes too granular. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, the other thing is actually taking advantage of sales. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like um, I'm not the type of person that would need to buy something as soon as it comes out, right? Mm -hmm. Like the newest iPhone or like, you know, the newest um, whatever computer or whatever tech that comes out. Mm -hmm. I think, um, or even clothes, right? Like I think um, I tend to like I can I can wait a bit and see if there's a sale comes up and I think well buying things when they're on sale rather than impulse buy and thinking that I 100% need it today yeah I've almost fallen into that trap yeah I was looking up I was looking at stand-up paddleboards I'm like oh my gosh this one's on sale should I buy it right now and I was like wait I like move my hand away from the mouse do I need this? <laughs> yeah, right now. Or like, or, or sometimes it's, okay, if they're on sale, yeah. then definitely go for it, right? Yeah. As long as it's something that you do need. Exactly. Not so something that's like, oh, it'd be so cool if I have this. Yeah. You know? and, and some of the tips on like, you know, you, when you still want 
new things you know closer to the time that come mm-hmm. out is that so for example like phones some of them can be so you can have an off tray me yeah i bought one yeah. actually so like a lot of the times a new phone comes out and then what happens is someone buys it uses it for less than a month decide they don't like it yeah and they just put it back on the tray me and the price is often like half the price of the original but the phone is almost brand new yeah, yeah. exactly um and i think so like yeah things like that definitely helped us on on some of how we actually saved right mm-hmm. so far um but i we do acknowledge that um we we do we did both live at home um yeah. for when we were saving and stuff but um like and and if you were moving out rent is a massive cost it is huge and i do yeah exactly i do want to acknowledge that um we might be a bit looser or well, i know i'm definitely a bit looser on my spending just because i am very fortunate to be living at home and i'm not paying like market rate rent yeah which is actually very expensive um and you know sometimes it feels like rent is eating up all your salary and it can feel like that so it is a thing where you know you consider whether you should move out when and I, you should move and out, when right? you should move out because yeah. i mean i get it it's so much better when you move out and you have all these freedoms but yeah, yeah. it is and i think pricey. also yeah and also like when you do move out like it's also a little bit looking at okay do I have to have 100% quality in everything you know Mm. in my house like can I actually compromise a little bit um on the house um on certain things like obviously there's things that it's non-negotiable right Mm. but it's like okay if I stay in this place the rent is significantly lower right Mm. can I actually try and do that while I save up Exactly. And I think, you know, these are some savings tips that I have and Angela has as well. And they might not work for everyone and they might be a bit different to traditional advice. But I mean, it's helped me a lot. I think it's helped you mm, a lot, for Angela. Sure, for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, always interested to hear tips and tricks from other people as well. So, you know, please send through any feedback, questions or comments by emailing behindbasicthoughts at gmail.com. And we really appreciate a follow or share of our podcast. Thanks for spending time today with BBT, Behind Basic Thoughts, and we will see, see you in our next episode. episode.